Welcome to the Hope Talk Podcast, sponsored by Come On, Let's Go. I know Christmas can kind of become a financial stress for a lot of people, and uh, we were just sitting here kind of talking about a lot of different ways when it comes to money. I mean, first of all, you got gifts. Which, which by the way, who are you? We never introduce ourselves. We don't? No. I'm Brett. I want to introduce myself. <laughs> start over. No. We're not starting over. That's Deanna, by the way. Deanna always wants to start over. She doesn't like our stuff that we do. And there's Jared. I'm Jared. That's Brett. We're hanging out with Deanna today. And what I was kind of talking about is a lot of different categories when it comes to spending uh, before I was so rudely interrupted by that guy over there, Brett. Well, you forgot to introduce us, and I felt it was rude that you didn't introduce us. (laughs) We forgot to introduce ourselves for the past seven months. (laughs) So I'm Jared. That's That's even more rude then. But when it comes to the Christmas gifts and then all the travel that comes with holidays, decorations, and, and there are just a lot of expenses, uh, and you know, leading up to Christmas, you got to start thinking about it first of all a little bit early. And we originally were like, "Oh, we should talk about ways you can save for Christmas," uh, but it's like, "Well, we're we're kind of already in the it's season too late to now. save." Yeah, yeah, yeah we're so, good. <laughs> so just forget it. And it is what it is. <laughs> look at what you have. But uh, let's start out with just talking about Christmas gifts in general and some ways maybe to spend a little bit smarter when it comes to buying Christmas gifts. And we asked Deanna actually to come in here because she is a thrifty spender. Oh yeah. Um, which, you know, it's funny. I think all three of us in this room have significant others and I feel like all spouses three of us, now. we all have yeah, spouses Jared's now. Married now. Yeah. But I mean like still I could, you know, I know you can say that, can but say I just wanted to point that out <laughs> that you're now married. So yeah. go ahead. Congratulations. Um, <coughs> and I think all three of us are the more thrifty ones of, oh, uh, yeah. of our relationships, which is kind of funny that, we're all doing this. I would almost like to have the other side, but maybe it'll help us actually bounce things off. But you being the thriftier side, Deanna, of your relationship, uh, kind of what Jared was talking about. How do, how do you feel that you spend wisely um, at this point, considering the money you have is the money you have pretty much in November? Yeah. You know, it's not, there's no time to save. Right. So what are your thoughts? Well, I think one thing I try to do is not buy something unless I find a good deal on it. So... Last year, I waited until, actually the past couple of years, I've bought like my bigger gifts on Black Friday because there's always really good sales on stuff yeah. that I know people I love will enjoy and it won't you know, tank my budget or anything. Um, so I, yeah, I've made like huge orders on Black Friday. That's do, just a great way to do things. Do you, uh, do you retail shop? Yes. You st- so you still find value in retail, like, like in person. Off, yeah, like off, off, offline stuff. Because I know, in in all honesty, the majority of my purchases now. Yeah, if I not do. Hundred percent of my gift purchases are online. Very little in person shopping. Okay. Everything typically is on, mm-hmm. you know, online, and that's just so easy to get it sent to your it's house. It's easy. more discreet, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, then, yeah. uh, like Black Friday specifically, all the Black Friday deals have moved online too, and so right. all of a sudden you don't have to. Spend all day going around to all the stores. You can right. You save gas money by ah, shopping online. But you, you really can probably awesome. find some good stuff in store if you know what you're looking for and if you know where True. you're going. And then, how many places price match online these days? I know Best all Buy kinds, will yeah. price match Amazon. Pretty uh, sure Kohl's still does that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's a good way to do things. I think also, I don't. I know everybody's not like this, but I'm particularly crafty, and so and so is my husband. Honestly, like he's able to sketch he likes to you know cut things out of wood culinary artist (laughs) he is a culinary artist um but i know one year we made like wood pieces and he would like cut he actually cut like the state of tennessee out of wood painted it orange put like highlights of tennessee games and i like did some lettering over it and that was a great gift Mm -hmm. and it didn't cost us very much money and it's kind of more heartfelt in some ways because Ah. we made it with our four hands 
We have four hands between us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you specified. Yeah. Goro over here. <laughs> Neither of you guys know what Goro no, is. No, I have no okay. idea. No idea, We're but it's young. probably funny. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we pity laugh for you. Yeah. yeah. If you guys were video game nerds, then you'd understand it. Yeah, I got no clue. Yeah. But no, that's cool. I think, uh, man, it's like handmade stuff seems like it's gone out the window. Um, and yet uh, it seems like such a cool and viable option for Christmas and, and a great way to save some money. Yeah. Now, do you think that some people expect, like if they buy you something, something bought, or like if you receive a handmade gift from somebody, you're like, oh, they just went the cheap way out. I don't necessarily think that. I think the heartfeltness outweighs the cheapness. It's the thought that counts. As as lame as that sounds, yeah. it actually a lot of times it's, is. I mean, yeah. it's about the gift. I mean, unless it looks really crappy and it's like, you know, a tissue box with some paint. Now, hold on, on. It. that <laughs> might be what I'm making. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> Not if you're smart. Well, I know sometimes I try like to communicate like, hey, I'm gonna make you something this year, because then I'm like, well, at least they won't be let down if I do a horrible <laughs> job or whatever. No, nah. no, nah, I, I think uh, um, particularly, man, I got it so easy with kids. You know, I, I can let them put some construction paper together and hand it to my parents and they think it's the coolest thing ever because their grandkids <laughs> yeah. make it. Um, which, but again, that's still a viable because they actually literally do love it. Right. Um, and so Probably you, more than some of the stuff that you would buy for them. Right, even. correct. I mean, my dad doesn't need any more ties. Uh, my mom doesn't need any more baking sheets or scarves, scarves or you know Mittens. anything like that. But if my kids put together a picture frame, you know, and we so put some cute. goofy picture inside it, um, they actually do like that kind of stuff. I'll tell you another thing that's been really helpful for me. My sister is, my younger sister has been married, I think, for two years now. So it's not like we have, no, one year. That's crazy. I was going to say. Uh, it's been that long. Yeah, she's been married for a year, and I just got married. And so for us, it's not like we have, like, all the money in the world to spend on Christmas. So a lot of times we'll call each other and, like, hey, let's go in together on a gift for, you know, our parents. And, you know, let's buy for, you know, our, our cousins all together. And then I can still kind of be on the coattail of, if my parents buy my cousin something, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's for me, too. But I know going in with other people is even a viable option that can help save a little bit of money as well. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think with that, kind of what you were saying, Brett, sometimes you don't have to buy somebody like a thing. I've heard like a cool idea recently that was, you know, put your money in on getting somebody an experience. So like yeah. you buy them tickets to an attraction, you know, they would love or, you know, like a airbnb gift card or something so like a a place they can go or some event they can enjoy i know you have to kind of gauge that wisely because those can also be expensive but also if they're not looking for more stuff and you don't know what to get them and you feel like you need to get them something like an experience could actually be really one christmas uh at the time i thought it was the coolest thing ever and then after i gave it to them i could just see in their face that they kind of thought it was lame but now looking back on it i still love it um i actually bought a goat um for somebody in a third world country for my parents one year and like gave them this gift pack. It was like, it wasn't Samaritan's <laughs> purse, but it was like a gift with a stuffed goat inside it. So it was like a little four inch tall stuffed goat and basically a letter letting them know that you made a gift their, in their honor. I made a gift in their honor to buy a goat for a family in like Cambodia or something like that. Is that true? It's very true. Very, and this was me at like 23, 24. Yeah. Um, and I remember thinking, oh, this is so cool. And then I remember their reactions and thinking, what have I done? This is so lame. But looking back on it, I still, I, now I feel it was cool. Honestly, uh, and that's always an option. I had a friend in college. She would do that. She would actually, we had like a group of maybe like eight friends and she would always like send us a card that 
had like a little ornament in it that she made with a note that said, in your honor this year for Christmas, I've donated to this nonprofit, this mm-hmm. organization. She did yeah. it every year for like That's five cool. years. And I thought that was the coolest thing. Plus I got an ornament out of it that mm-hmm. I could put on like my tree. Oh, and, and that's the way there's so much charitable giving encouraged and done at the end of the year um, that hopefully that's something that we're all building into our budgets and being okay spending money on. Because I mean, you think about uh, the Salvation Army and their bell ringers are yeah. everywhere. Um, there's there's great ministries doing work, particularly around Christmas. Um you know, one of my favorites is the, um, now I can't even think of it, the, the trees where they hang the, what do they call that? The angel, angel tree. Trees, yeah. yeah, Salvation Army Angel Tree also is really cool. Um, and, you know, one of my favorite things to do is grab a senior citizen one off the old trees because a lot of people love to buy things for the kids. Buying for kids is fun. Buying for old people is not as fun. Um, <laughs> but, you know, like one year we got a, a an old person's um, name and we got them, like they wanted like a heated blanket, a cross necklace, and um, some gloves and a hat. And you know, and that was just cool. Um, yeah. And so those are easy ways to, to give to your community and uh, to be a part of the Christmas giving spirit. Especially when you can do it as a family. Like I remember growing up, my family did this every year. My mom would buy an ornament from St. Jude and it was designed by one of the kids that was in St. Jude Hospital. And so every year, like that would kind of be a gift that we had. So it kind of was a mixture of a gift slash charitable giving and then every year as we were putting up all of our christmas decorations we would sit down as a family and like pray for all the kids in saint jude so uh there are a lot of cool opportunities especially when it comes to the christmas season to kind of include the charitable giving uh just like your your goat which i guess is a little different but there are a lot of opportunities to include we didn't pray for the goat as a family (laughs) afterwards we didn't um maybe we should have but he was just a kid. He wouldn't have known. Oh, go Joe. So you got gifts and you've got charitable giving when it comes to Christmas time. I know another big thing is when it comes to decorations. And uh, honestly, they can get expensive. Like I was walking through the store the other day. We had a bunch of gift cards from our wedding and they had stockings. And my wife was like, hey, let's get stockings. And I'm like, for that price? No. <laughs> but what are some secrets to, I guess, decorating a little bit cheaper for Christmas? Dude, the biggest one, um, and one that's not easy to uh, abide by or adhere to, um, is waiting till after Christmas to buy <laughs> Christmas decorations. Um, you know, there's places like Big Lots and wholesale places that have some decent deals on Christmas decorations throughout the year. But I tell you, when, when Christmas comes and goes, and people are stuck with all these giant inflatable reindeer and, you know, uh, um, what are they called? Icicle lights and all these things on their shelves. They want to get rid of them. And so you see like Christmas LED icicle lights, 50% off, um, giant inflatable dogs holding a candy cane, you know, 30% that. off, um, uh, a Santa Claus inflatable snow globe or, you know, uh, Christmas tree toppers, ornaments, all those things, Christmas trees themselves, like the, um, store-bought Christmas trees, the reusable, what are they? Just fake, fake Christmas trees. Yeah. Um, you know, they're, they're for sale. Like everything is, you know, anywhere from 10 to sometimes 75% off for Christmas decorations. And it's tough because you want them for the year that you're experiencing right then. But if you can show a little uh, uh, patience and a little bit of self-control, you can save a ton getting Christmas, direct, uh, Christmas, Christmas decorations right after Christmas. Well, usually the problem is that you spend all the money right on Christmas. So right. another thing is you got to be disciplined enough to save some money to get that stuff. Yeah. I know last year, I, I've been married for a year this week, but one of the best things Congratulations. we did. Congratulations. Oh, mm. One of the best things we did, 
and maybe it's because our wedding was close to Christmas, but we registered for our Christmas tree. Nice. And so one of our best friends actually bought our artificial Christmas tree for mm-hmm. us, and that's like a huge you know, memory for us to say like, yeah. hey, our best friends bought right. this for us, and it was yeah. so sweet. Um, we got our fake Christmas tree for free too when uh, actually the uh, uh, the ministry here – when we upgraded to the one in the, I got the old one. Yeah. So um, there's think, there's plenty of ways to do stuff like that and get one good deals I free think, even. Yeah, one of the ways, if you need a Christmas tree this year, I mean, like, I don't know if you guys registered for one, Jared. Like, I tend to find, if you're savvy, you can find good ones at thrift stores. Like people nice. who are upgrading their trees or they get a bigger house and they need one that fills their foyer yes, or whatever. You'll, that's you'll, a need. You'll find a good Christmas tree at places like that. Also places like Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, post on social media. I mean, like plenty of people in your community are probably also getting rid of fake trees that, you know, and that uh, creates less waste in the world. Mm -hmm. So, you know, one thing that doesn't really get talked about too much, uh, particularly this time of year, is just travel cost. Um, And it adds up. Yeah. Uh, particularly if you are like Deanna, who was introduced at the start of this podcast. Um, <laughs> well, not you, quite at the start, but she right, was introduced um, a couple minutes in. Yeah, <laughs> should have been at the start. Um, somebody forgot. Um, but, uh, you know, she's got, you've got family all over the place. Yeah. Um, and so being able to, if you and your family can set dates and times ahead of time saying, you know, like, hey, I know it's July, but our family's going to plan on getting together December 19th, uh, 6 o'clock um, at G-Maw's house or, you know, whatever. I'm sorry, G-Paw, uh, G-Paw's house. Um, you know, they can get better deals on air, uh, airplane tickets if they need to. Um, maybe get a head start on any Airbnbs that might be cheaper. Um, there's a lot of really good bonuses to, to planning ahead of time you're traveling. Um, and particularly a lot of times that takes getting parents, you know, to set dates, which might be difficult, but, um, it's doable. Yeah. I don't like our family really is all over the place. And, you know, sometimes we're really encouraged to, um, come and spend a few days with them and maybe just do like a smaller gift exchange. Like maybe we do, like a white elephant or yeah. mm-hmm. like a gift card exchange because then it's about being there. It's about, right. you, then it, it costs less money in the long run. You're just, you've spent the money to, to get there and, you know, then we all chip in on food a little bit and mm-hmm. we get just a little gift card. And that's always better to me than like traveling a long way and having to buy a million gifts and, you know, doing the whole nine yards. That brings up something that kind of back to gifts. Um, you know, I've got a fairly large family on my mom's side that li- likes to, to get together. Um, and for the past four years, everyone else in the family, not my family, but everyone else in the family buys gifts for all of the grandkids. And, How many are there? Um, nine. Wow. You know, and so like <laughs> one, gifts. <laughs> one person might be buying nine different gifts and we've kind of felt like the, the, the jerks. Um, but we're just like, we're not going to do that. You know, we're not going to buy you know, we got two of the nine, so we're not going to buy seven gifts, you know, for all of these kids ranging from anywhere from 10 to 30 bucks. Um, that just adds up too much. But this year, finally, thanks to our encouragement, um, the family's drawing names. Uh, and that's so much better and an easy way to, to cut costs significantly if you've got a large family that likes to get together. Um, and even if it's parents involved, you know, it might be 
Jared, who was introduced earlier at the beginning of this podcast, or not at the not very quite beginning, at the beginning, but uh, close to it, um, Jared might say, "You know what? Let's all draw names." And so his his dad, his mom, him, his wife, his sister, her husband, all of them each draw another name. So that way, even you're not, you know, you kids aren't buying for your parents, and then right. your sister and her husband aren't buying for the parents. It's you know an individual draw for everyone. So that can make things a lot cheaper and affordable. Well, it seems like a lot of it. I mean, just everything we've talked about today is whole comes back to planning i mean from planning the travel to planning to buy decorations later to better planning your gift exchanges and planning for charitable giving and i think the cool thing about it is if you can plan like start planning that we talked about it's probably too late to start planning your savings but if you can start planning this month planning your spending yeah planning your spending Mm -hmm. then it actually eases you up a little bit when it comes to december because let me just tell you newsflash december is going to be busy and you're going to have a lot of things you got to do and a lot of things you got to figure out so if you can take care of all those things beforehand, then not only does it just kind of feel easier because you don't have as much to do, but it also is more helpful because you don't have to be stressed about your finances as much. I, th- I find that making a list of like yeah. all the individuals I want to or need to get a gift for and then kind of jotting down a few ideas and prices of things that I'm considering getting really helps me kind of yeah. gauge you know, what I can do. And you talking about that reminded me that last year, like I have no problem receiving a gift from someone and then I have no problem not giving them a gift <laughs> in return. Like they chose to send me a gift that's on them. I wasn't going to send them one anyway. But that said, my wife is not that way at all. If someone <laughs> right. sends us a gift or sends her a gift, she feels like almost like a duty to, to send them back a gift. <laughs> if you feel that way, planning that into your your yeah. list of people as well. So if you got a list of 12 people you know you want to buy gifts for, maybe add like two or three more to that just in case that yeah. you're like, oh, well, if aunt so-and-so sends me a gift, then I must send one back to her, you know? Um, so yeah. That's good planning. And yeah. if you're like Brett, then you can just be the Grinch of Christmas. <laughs> Heck yeah. It's my money. Like if I didn't if I didn't have your name on my list at the beginning of the Christmas season, then you sending me a gift doesn't change that one bit. <laughs> So, so much spirit in this room. Right, now. exactly. I, that elderly citizen in the Chattanooga area that I have no clue who they are deserves more of a gift than you. So, <laughs> what a good note. Yes, on that note. This has been the Hope Talk Podcast, sponsored by Come On, Let's Go. To find out more, visit comeonletsgo.com. 